thanks so much for spending your Sunday morning with us. If you're new with us today, don't forget to fill out our Connect card online at hopewintergarden.com. Just click on the I'm New tab or grab one at the info bar. Then stop by the info bar outside for your free gift. At Hope Church, one of our core values is that we are generous. If you are just visiting with us today, don't feel any obligation to give whatsoever. We're just so glad you're here. If you did come prepared to give, there are a few different ways you can do that. You can give online at hopewintergarden.com. You can text an amount to 84321, or you can drop your gift in the boxes located in the back of the auditorium. Thank you for your generosity. It is truly making a difference in our community and around the world. Now, we wanna make sure you are up to date on all that is happening here at Hope Church for you and your family. Check out this week's Hope Happenings. Hope students, listen up. Tonight is the New Year kickoff party. Be back here at 6 p.m. for amazing inflatables, some awesome food, and a great time together. Feel free to bring a friend because everyone's welcome and we cannot wait to have a blast with you tonight. We are in full swing of our 21 days of prayer. Join us every weekday at 6.30 a.m. on Facebook Live for a time of prayer as we set aside moments to lift up our nation and to pray for the needs of our church. You are also welcome to join us this Saturday at 8 a.m. for a time of prayer together. We will be meeting at 204 South Dillard Street at the Hope Church office for a time of prayer. You do not want to miss it. If you're brand new to Hope Church or just somebody who is looking to get more information on how to get involved, we would love to welcome you to join us at Next Steps. Next Steps will be a place where we teach you about the core values and culture of Hope Church, ways that you can get involved in different ministries, and the overall understanding of what it means to serve here. You can feel free to go to hopewintergarden.com events for more information, and then feel free to join us January 13th at 8 p.m. It's going to be a great time together, and we cannot wait to see you there. Make sure to mark your calendars for our upcoming night of worship on January 23rd at 7 p.m. This will be a time to celebrate and recap all of the things that God has done over the 21 days of prayer together. You do not want to miss it. Make sure to stay connected with us throughout the week online at hopewintergarden.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Winter Garden. We believe the best is yet to come, and our hope is that you feel God's love is stronger today than ever before. Hey, well, good morning and welcome back to our uh, series, Take Back Your Life. We are in week two. I am so glad that you guys are here today. And um, I believe that God's got a special word for you. Every one of you guys in here today, I believe this series is a series that is timely for our church. If you can bring me down just a little bit, Abel, in case I, I want to. Yeah, I'm glad you're here today. 
Kelsey, this is your last Sunday before the baby. We're glad you're here. I see your parents rolling in for a month or a month or two or three or four months. As long as they want to stay, they can stay at the church. I don't know if you can stay in Justin's house, but you can stay at church. And um, I'm glad that you guys are all here today. And uh, new faces, we're glad you're here. If you're watching online, welcome to Hope Church. I wore my We Are Generous shirt last, or this week because I haven't got to wear it yet. Today literally is the first time I put this We Are Generous shirt on. And um, I put it on today because we have such a generous church. Last week, um, we made a commitment to, we tried to raise our, or do our best to bring in $150,000 for end of the year offering and we hit that and we didn't hit it but then we did hit it and so I'm so 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 thankful for that and so last week in our second hour we were able one of our goals was to give seven thousand um, dollars to to Venezuela and we were able to do that and uh, because some above and beyond came in on our offer we were also able to write a check for five thousand dollars to Costa Rica to missionaries that are right here in our city and one of the reasons why we did that is because the Bible tells that the world of the generous gets larger and larger those who bless others they themselves will be blessed. And so our missionaries, that, our missionaries that were here last week that we gave to Costa Rica, they were using their influence to raise money for Venezuela. And I just felt like God said, hey, they're blessing people. Let us, let us bless them. And so they have a church in Costa Rica that they haven't met in this whole entire pandemic. And uh, their giving is down 33%. And so we just felt like God said, hey, let's help them above and beyond and so you guys are generous i just feel like this is a generous church i feel like this is the day to wear my generosity shirt and so we are generous it's one of our values hey students 6th through 12th grade make sure you come back tonight it's going to be incredible we're going to have bounce houses set up in here we've got three bounce houses coming it's going to be incredible pizza and all the things we don't have the wings or i would invite the adults but we do got the pizza it's for the kids and so it's going to be an incredible time if you're joining us and you're like you know what i i love this church i haven't plugged in yet i've like i've been watching i've been checking out or i've been watching online but i'm not really i don't really have my feet i'm not really like in the game yet we want to invite you to be in the game with us and uh, we can accomplish much if we all do this together and so um if you haven't gone through next steps it's virtual this month and so because of the pandemic we've learned how to do things virtually and i'm so 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 thankful for that capability so we are um if you haven't gone through next steps yet next steps is our is our vehicle to, for people to get in for them to be a part of all that is going on at the church so that is this wednesday night at 8 30 p.m next steps we want to invite you to be on that with us you can go to hopewintergarden.com click on events and you can register right there for next steps we would love for you to be a part of the team we really feel like god's given us a really really big dream and big vision and the more that you guys can get involved with us we really feel like we can reach further and farther. Hey, we're in a series. Um, we're in a series called "Take Back Your Life," and one of the things that we do every single year to kick off the year is we start with fasting and praying, fasting and praying. And uh, one of the things that God has um, been so cool uh, to show me um, in this season is that um, when we pray, we don't always know when God's going to answer the prayer request. And that really set into me um, yesterday. I was in our I was in our office. We we pray live on Facebook Live every morning at 6:30 and. More people have joined in this year than joined in last year. We're so, so, so thankful for that. And um, every single morning, 6.30 on Facebook Live, except for Saturday, Monday through Friday. Saturday mornings, we meet in our office. I remember praying six years ago, and some of our launch team is here today. I remember praying six years that we'd have a multicultural church and a multi-generational church. And as we were praying yesterday, I was looking around the room, and I saw my little kids in the room, and I saw 20-year-olds in the rooms, and 30-year-olds in the room, and 40-year-olds in the room, and 50-year-olds in the room, and... There was a few 60-year-olds in the room. I don't want to call them out, but they were in the room. And, and I said to myself, I mean, I, I remember praying, asking God, God, could we have every age group in our church? And I'm so thankful that we have every age group in our church. I looked around the room, and I started looking around the room, and 
see my little my little mixed kids. They're only they're only 25% black. I call them quarter blacks. And um, and so a little bit a little bit of that color. We got a little bit darker, a little bit lighter. We got every color. I feel like our church is rep- is, is a representation of every tribe and every nation and every tongue. And I'm so 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 thankful for that. I'm so thankful. I, I people say, hey, I visit your church. I, I know a guy. I saw him at the gym and. And like they start to describe the person, I'm like, I don't really know who that is that you're talking about, but I'm so thankful that our church is, has, has every color. I'm so thankful that we have far left and far right. I'm thankful for both of us. And I'm so thankful that we can come here together around the name of Jesus. It's the place that we can come and talk about Jesus, and um, we can all kind of um, be who God's called us to be. And, um, and I hope that more than anything in the, in the days ahead, in the days that we're living in today, my friend asked me, what are you going to say tomorrow about what happened on the news yesterday? And I'm going to say it, what I've been saying the whole entire time is that we have to live lives that are gospel-centered. And if we live our life gospel-centered, then we, that's what God's called us to do. And we have to put our hope in Jesus. We can't put our hope in anything else but that. So if you're here today and you're like, my hope is in this person, my hope is in this person, then you will always be frustrated and you will always be let down. Our prayer is that our church will be a church that puts all of our hope in Jesus. Because at the end of the day, when all this thing fades away, it's going to be us and Jesus. Um, or us and not Jesus, but I'd hope it, I hope for you that it'd be, it'll be you with Jesus. I really feel like um, politics and um, our cell phones and maybe money and maybe things and all kinds of things, there's so many things that can steal away from our life. There's so many things that we consume, 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 consume. And those things, we, don't, we know tonight, they begin to take they begin to take our life away from us. They begin to go away. And I believe the Bible is really clear that the Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, the Bible says that the enemy comes to kill and to steal and to destroy. But Jesus, I've come to give you life and I come to give you an abundant life. And so my prayer is over this series that you can begin to take back your life. I wrote down last week and I gave this to you again this week that it's time to take back what the devil stole from you. It's time to take back what the devil stole from you. I believe the enemy has taken things from you that don't belong to him, that he's tried to steal from you, he's tried to destroy you. But God says, I've come to give you an abundant life. I've come to give you a life and to give you a life that is full, it's satisfying, it's overflowing. So our prayer over the next three weeks that you would begin to have a satisfying life, a full life, a life that, like life that over, a life that overflows. So last week we talked about pruning. And no one likes pruning, but pruning is necessary for growth. Pruning is necessary for growth. So we talked about pruning. We talked about releasing. We got to release things. I know sometimes we like to hang on to things. I know our, our culture gives to take and consume and, and to hold on, but Jesus wants us to, he wants us to release some things. So that's why we're fasting in this season. One of the, we're, some of you guys are doing the Daniel fast, and so it's, it's a lot. I've, I've been at the restaurant this week, and the lady said, that is the weirdest diet I've ever heard. And I'm like, I'm, like I'm, at, I'm at a vegetarian restaurant, and I'm asking for it also to be gluten-free because you can't have the wheat. And they said, sir, we can't do that here. I don't really know. What are you, what are you on? I'm like, Jesus, I don't know. You know, like, um, and then some of you guys are fasting different things, and you're like, hey, I'm taking this out of my life. And I was at, at our circle yesterday praying, and one of the ladies says, I've, I've given up Facebook. She goes, I had to get Facebook for 21 days. And she goes, I've hated it because I want to be on the lives in the morning time. He goes, but there's so much toxicity on there that I have to remove that out of my life. We have to remove the toxicity in our life. We can't let it stay there, or the, the enemy's going to use that to take our life away. Some people are fasting people in their life. <laughs> they're like, they're negative. I'm, I'm, I'm fasting her. I'm fasting him. And you're going to be better for that. You're going to be better for that. Anything that you remove, you step back from them. Let, allow God to prune, or you allowed to release those things out of your life. God can put in, give you, he can give you the satisfying life that you're looking for. He can give you the full life that you're talking about. So last week we talked about releasing, 
But today I'd like to talk for a few moments on the word remaining. Last week was releasing, and today I would like to talk around the word remaining. If you have a Bible, open up to John chapter 15. There's a passage of scripture that we actually started reading last week. And I know you're probably thinking, how is Pastor West going to preach three weeks on the same exact passage? Well, I'm, I'm diversifying myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try something new. I'm hanging in John chapter 15 for three weeks. I believe that God's got a word in there each week. And what I love about the scriptures is that you can read John chapter 15 a year ago, and you can read it a one year later, fast forward, and God has something new in John chapter 15 that he didn't have last year. It's called Revelation. And now you're probably thinking, oh, I see, I see what you did there. It's releasing, remaining, now it's the revelation. God wants to give you special revelation today. Out of John chapter 15, he, he's given to me, and I believe that he can give it to you. And so in John chapter 15, before I read verse 9 to you, we opened up last week with verse 1. He says, I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. And he says, hey, I'm, I'm in control of all this. I've got a plan. The, the reason why God's able, the reason why you're able to get your life back is because God owns all this. He, he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. I love that, that song that we sang, Champion, that God is, he's been, he's been given all the authority. And it's so cool about our God. He actually gives us some of the authority. He gives us his, his Holy Spirit to live in us and to move in us. And because of that, we actually have the ability to take back some of the things that the enemy took, us, took back. We actually have the power to take those things back ourselves. Now, just like last week we talked about, so there's some things that we have to prune, and there's some things that God have to prune. There are some things that God can put back in your life, but there's also some things that you can put back in your life that's going to help you. I told you guys last week, I'm so tired. Um, actually, Carvel said this to me. He said, I believe the, I, I believe the church is spiritually, spiritually obese. And I was like, Carvel, no one is, I've not heard anyone say that. And he goes, well, I believe it. And I started thinking about it. We have all this truth, all this truth, all this truth. And we're like, man, I hope God shows up and does something. But he's given us so much in this Bible. If we would just apply the things that we know, or if we apply the things in this book, then we can actually begin to take back some of the things that the devil stole from us. We don't have to sit around in our bedrooms waiting for God, to, for the, for, for God to, to bring it back. We actually can go get it ourselves. And so in John chapter 15, he says, I'm the, I'm, I'm the vine and you guys are the branches. And he, we unpacked all that last week. And so we're going to jump forward to verse 9. He says this, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Jesus is speaking here. And he says, I loved you. I loved Hope Church. I loved Hope Church the same way that God, I, I, I loved Hope Church the same way my Father loved me, Jesus said. We've had the opportunity to be in two different schools this week. Um, two different schools. And, um, and multiple different sports teams. And Dynasty, I got to the, the, see the cheerleaders, and I'm not going to name schools. What I love about, I love about our, we have people that, from our church that work at different schools. And what I love about our, people that go to our church that lead these schools, they don't care what the rules are. Like, yes, pray. <laughs> yes, Jesus. And so this week we went into one environment, and the teacher was like, the, the, the coach was like, yeah, pray. Say whatever you want. Get encouraged and bless them. <laughs> We walk around the corner, same exact school, and they're like, yeah, you can't pray. Just give us the snacks and leave. Like, we show up with snacks and Jesus, you know. Like, they want our snacks, but they don't want our Jesus. And so the other, the one coach is like, yeah, go for it. The other coach is like, no, nah. we go to the next school. And like, yeah, you're in. So, like, uh, we're like kind of like, are we in? Are we out? Are we in? Are we out? And, and one of the girls said at um, one of the schools, she said this. She said, I, I'm so thankful that there's people like this church that, that loves us. But she goes, it's so cool that God loves us and that other people are praying for us. And what we, every time we go into all these schools, I tell our team, like, when we go to these schools, we go to these places, wherever we go, we want people to know that God loves them. Because once you receive the love of the Father, everything changes. Once you receive the love of the Father, every, everything becomes new. All, all things, then you can have some authority that, that we sang about today. The authority, like when you know that God loves you, anything can happen. He goes, remain in my love. There's that word remain. 
when you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. I don't know how many times the word remain is in there. If you're online, if you're at home today, you can circle it. Or if you're in here today, you can write it down. I see a lot of tablets in here today, no Bibles. But so maybe if you have a Bible, you can circle the word remain. And he goes, when you, when you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed my Father's commandments, and I remain in his love. See, Jesus is wanting you to do the same thing that he did with his Father. Why Jesus was on this earth and he was serving, he was loving, he was serving, he was remaining in God. He was remaining in God's love. And he's saying, hey guys, I want you to remain the same way that I remain. Isn't it so cool that Jesus is not asking any of you guys to do anything that he wasn't willing to do himself? Wow. That's, our, that's the God we serve. He's like, I, I want you to remain, but you're, I, I'm going to remain also. I want you to follow God's commands, but I'm going to follow God's commands also. Here's what he says. This is, or verse 11, I, I have told you these things so that you'll be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. Never have we ever been in a need for more joy in our culture today than, than, than today. Like, people are looking for joy. There's one place to find the joy, and it's in, it's in, the, giver of, it's in the giver of life. It's Jesus. The only place to find joy is in Jesus. I've given you guys an acronym before, Jesus, J-O-Y, Jesus, others, and then you. Like, we, if we want to have joy, it only comes from God. And he says to the guys, hey, guys, or he says to us in the scripture, like, hey, remain in me, remain in me, remain in me. He goes, if you remain in me, he goes, I can fill you up with joy. I can give you a joy that passes all of your comprehension. I can give you a joy that, that you can get nowhere else. You can get, you can get nowhere else on this planet. I can give you that kind of joy. That's the kind of joy that I can, that I can bring. Greater than anything you can imagine. I can bring you, I can bring you greater joy. As I thought to myself, uh, my daughter um, last year did the fast, and she did intergalactic planetary. That's what I'm thinking. I was doing like, um, as I was, I was watching my daughter and my, my sons and my daughters pray and, and and fast and fasting different things. And our house, we got rid of all the cans of soda. And you're like, you should have got rid of that already. Like, don't judge me, and I won't judge you. <laughs> we got rid of the cans of soda, and my daughter's fasting and. And um, every year during the fast, she has a friend who has a birthday during the fast. And she says, hey, Dad. She's like, my friend's birthday is coming up. I said, cool, you, you do whatever you want to do. It's between you and God, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to encourage you along the way. And she said, um, I said, but last year she would all, I said, why don't you just go up until your friend's birthday? And I didn't, what I'm thinking is, well, my anniversary is in the middle of fast. I wait to celebrate my anniversary later. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't say that job. But I, just, I, I was thinking, you know what, I'm like, Man, good for her, like, but I said, well, where are y'all going tonight? Like, just out of curiosity, like, what's for dinner tonight? She's like, we're going to Kobe. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, can I go with you, you know? Yesterday, we went shopping. We went to, to the Walmarts. We've been there twice this week. You know, we went at nighttime. Whenever we go, I told our friends, they're like, whenever we go to Walmart, when they go at nighttime, they want me to come. And they're like, Dad, bring your gun. That's what they, my kids say to me. <laughs> I'm like, what are you trying to say about Walmart? <laughs> they always, if it's at nighttime, I get to go. If it's at daytime, they don't even invite me. They're like, we're good. We're not afraid at night. We're not afraid of the daytime. But night's like, hey, we want you to come this out and bring your gun and bring your knife and whatever else you have. I'm like, dude, you guys are sick. <laughs> um, but we, we were going to Walmart yesterday, and, and everyone was going to go, and we came back home, and they were all going to go out um, to get lunch. Me, me and Hope stayed home, and I said, Hope, let's just go to McDonald's, and let's just forget this fast thing. <laughs> And she's like, good idea. Let's do it, Dad. Let's get a double cheeseburger, you know. We were just kidding. And the next thing you know, they all, they all, they like, they all went out. Three of them left, and they all came right back in. And I'm like, where, where, where y'all, why aren't y'all gone yet? Like, we wanted to eat our vegetables in peace, you know. Like, 
Like, we were thinking about going to McDonald's, and Diana's like, oh, you guys are suckers. I, I think sometimes that we, we I say this, like, we, we get going in the journey, we get going in the journey, then we kind of get sidetracked. Like, we get going, like, we want to remain in this love, we want to, like, we want to remain, we want to remain, we want to, we want to release, we want to do the things, we want to, we want the revelation, we want that, we want this, we want this, and then we, like, sometimes we kind of, like, we kind of get sidetracked a little bit, and here's what he says in John chapter 15, hey, guys, I don't want you to get sidetracked. Like, I'm, I'm going to give you, if you remain and you remain, I'm going to give you a joy that you cannot even understand. He goes, here's what he says, this is my commandment, love each other in the same way that I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Here's what he says. You are my friends if you do what I command. You are my friends if you do what I command. He goes, I no longer call you slaves because, you, because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you guys are my friends. Since I have told you everything that the Father have told me. Like, like hey, you're my friend now. Like, you're, you're, not, just a, you're not just a branch. Like, I'm not going to cut you off. Like, I, like, like we're, we're going to do that. We're going to cut things out of life. He goes, but I want you to know, like, hey, you're my friend. Like, I loved you. I loved you guys the way God loves me, and I follow the commands. Like, he's dumping out so much theology in John chapter 50. He's like, hey, I, I want you to have a different kind of lifestyle. I want you to be able to take your life back. I want that for you. And he goes, hey, there's joy that comes with that. And then he says, hey, you got to follow my commandments. And we hear the word command. We're like, yo, I'm good. He goes, hey, I've given you this command because it's going to make your life better. When you follow my commands, you're saying this. I'm no longer a slave. I'm actually one of your people. Like, I'm a son or daughter. Like, I'm, I'm in this with you. And here's what he says. You didn't choose me. I love this verse. I love this verse. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I'm going through some freedom curriculum right now that we're preparing to study and take, take in and, and go through so we can bring it to our church in, in a larger scale. And, and we learn this, that God always takes the first step. God always takes the first step. You, you didn't save yourself. Like, you might, have, you might have received the gifts. You might have, you might have said, thank you for the gift, Jesus. You might have accepted the free gift of salvation, but Jesus went to the cross. You didn't have to go to the cross. Jesus took the step. So he took the first step for you. He goes, I chose you. because I appointed you to go. And here's what he says. We talked about this last week. I want you to produce lasting fruit, not temporary fruit, so that the Father will give you whatever that you ask using my name. This week, or last week, and, and, and day one of our, or, or day two of our, our prayer in, in our, our prayer and fasting journal, we, we went through Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. It says, if my people who are called by my name. And last week, all throughout the week, God just comes and say, hey, this is in my name. This is about my name. This is about my name. He says to him, he goes, hey, guys, I want you to, I've pointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask using my name, this command. This is my command. Love each other. Love each other. I want to give you a couple things that I think would, would help you t today. And um, I, I brought my plant last week, and I brought it back again this week. I got in trouble last week because there was water everywhere, apparently. Who would have thought that there would be water in the plant? That would have leaked everywhere. But last week we talked about pruning. And so I talked about two things I've already mentioned to you. I, I got my pocket knife, and this last week I used the one that Matt gave me, but this week I got the one that Josh gave me. This one's tougher. It's a Gerber. I don't know what that means, um, but this one just looks tougher. You know, it's sharper. I used it yesterday. I, just, I, just, I told you guys last week, whenever I put a pocket knife, I just play like I feel like a champion, you know, I'm like, yo, where's Goliath at? <laughs> I got one of these things, you know, don't barely not open it, barely not close it, but I got one. <laughs> there's some things that you and I can prune, like just small little things that we can handle that, but there are some bigger things that only God can prune. So last week we talked about releasing and, and we have to have the things in our life, they got to go, they have to go, they have to go. But if you're going to remain, you need some water. 
Like you need to have some like you need to have something that's gonna give you like this plant is gonna die. Truth is, this plant set in that in our in our storage closet over here all week long, and if it stays in there for the rest of life, it, it's gonna die. It has to have water. When if you're gonna remain, you have to have a little bit of you gotta have some water. And so I don't know how many often you gotta water this kind of fruit. This is a, this is a citrus fruit. I I told you guys last week my uncle's here and and he has a horticultural degree. But like you gotta add water. Like I know enough that you gotta water. How many of you guys too super transparent? Some of you guys about to feel super, super charismatic for a moment. So I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. How many of you guys, you kill plants? Like if you have a plant, you're going to kill it. Like it's, yeah, a lot of you guys. Cool. How many of you guys would like to feel like, some of you guys help people raise your hand. How many of you guys feel like, like you're like, you're a plant lover. Like you, you can make a plant live. How many of you guys feel like you can make a plant live? <laughs> my, my dad, my, my uncle does it for a living. Um, Phil in the back, he does it for a living. <clears throat> you need water need water. Here's what I know about water. Here's what I know about the lack of water. You will die without water. You will die. You can go a certain amount of time without food. You can go less time or more. You can go a certain time without food, a certain amount of time without water. Like you, you, you will die without water. Your body's made of like you, you'll get dehydrated. I've told our friends like, hey, you keep on drinking water. Like the water is how we, it's how we remain. So I want to give you three things on remaining. Here's the first one. We need to remain in who he is. We need to remain in who God is. The Bible that I read said he's the alpha, he's the omega, he's the beginning, he's the end, he's a healer, he's a physician, he's a doctor, he goes before us, he goes behind us, he's on the side of us. We got to know what this Bible says because if we have this Bible in our heart, then we go through the tough days, we can remain with this book. We got to remain in who he is. How do we find out who he is? This book is how you find out who he is. We need to remain in who God is. We can't remain in who somebody else is. We can't remain in our own strength. The Bible lets us know that we can have more strength, but our strength needs to come from God. We can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us, but we don't have enough strength in our own. You need to remain in who God is. He says, hey, I'm, Jesus says to us, to us, he goes, hey guys, I'm going to follow my father. I'm going to remain in God. Like, if Jesus had to remain in God, then we need to remain in God. This book, the reason why we're fasting and we're praying, the reason why we gave you a soap journal, the reason why we gave our kids a prayer guide, and our kids are reading through Bible, and they're learning how to pray, and they're learning how to read the Bible, is because we know this. You will die without this book spiritually. You'll die without it. This book is the key to knowing who God is. You need to remain in who God is. You need to remain in who God is. There's nothing else worth... There's no one else worth remaining. And here's the second thing. You need to remain in what he says. In this very first part of this verse, he goes, hey, guys, you got to follow my commands. Where do I find the commands at, Wes? You find the commands in this book. So why the soap journal? That's where I say, hey, get up every morning and, and spend the morning. Open up your Bible and looking at the scripture and, and making some observations and writing out some applications and praying, asking God to help this scripture become alive in your life. What our world needs more is people that are walking around, Christians that are walking around, with Scripture coming out of their lives, not their opinions. No one likes your opinions. We need the Word coming out of us. We need the Word coming out of us. When I got here to the city, there was a guy that, that um, had a nonprofit and he went through a tough season of his life and no one liked him and, and they began to push him aside and, and I just loved on him. I just loved on him. And I just, I told my friends, okay, I'm going to love this guy. And I was in this group of email with all these pastors. And they want to talk bad about the guy. So I said, hey, just go to remove me from the email. Like, I'm new to the city. But I just know this Bible tells me I'm called to love people. He says, I want you to love people. 
That's what he says in John. I want you to love, I want you to love people. Like, remain in my love. And I want to love people. And so I forgot all about it, but five years it has, rolled, has, rolled, has gone by since we started this church, almost six years. And, and I posted this thing about let's, 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 like, what do you, what, what's encouraging right now? And, and that guy that has that nonprofit wrote in the comments, thank you so much. I'm thankful for you. Because five years ago, when everybody else turned my back on me, you, you, you turned your face to me. I, 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 because I remain in who God, who God is, and I remain in what he says, then I, 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 I would love somebody like that because the Bible tells me to. This book tells me I'm called to remain in what he says. I'm called to remain in what he says. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says that you are a new creation. Romans chapter 15, verse 7 says you are accepted. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 says you are chosen. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 says you are forgiven. Romans chapter 8, verse 39 says you are loved. John chapter 15, verse 15 says Jesus says that you are his friend. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 says that you are God's family. You're sons and daughters today. It's what he says. Like you're called, bam. He loves you. Bam, you, all the things, your daughter, your son. And that begins to water me. That begins to fill me up. That's why I get so excited. One of our friends said yesterday at our prayer meeting, she goes, I believe, Pastor West, she goes, I believe that you and Dinah led us so well through, the, through, the, through this pandemic, which we're currently still in, but we're talking about it like it's past, past tense. It's fine. She said, one of the reasons why I believe that you led us so well is because you leaned into God's word for 21 days. I told you guys last week, I don't like fasting, I don't love fasting. I do it because I don't know what's coming tomorrow. I gotta get like, Jesus went and fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. I'm trying to shrink the fast down to seven days next year. Does anybody receive that word today? I just like, here's how I justified it. Here's what I thought, just I thought, if I do it for seven days, more people will wanna do with us. And I don't know if that falls underneath Misery Loves Company or if that falls under, I'm just trying to get more people to get out. It's like, we all can do it for seven, for seven days. And, and then after that seven days is over, I thought, then we can all fast social media for seven days. It just felt right. Yeah, break it up. That's what I'm trying to say. And Dinah's like, you can't do that. Okay, cool. You and I, everybody, everybody else needs it just 21 days, but you and I are going to do the seven day. It's like in the scripture, they say for seven, you know, for seven years, you work the land and then you give it a rest day. And so we're going to do one of those things. I'm thinking about Kobe right now. That's where my heart's at. My heart's deceitfully wicked above all things who can know it. <laughs> I'll tell you, G told me this week that our vulnerability, can, our, vulnerability, our vulnerability can be somebody else's freedom. I do these things because I go through, because this is what we do is hard. Being a follower of Jesus, honestly, being a follower of Jesus sometimes is hard. And so I get this, like I need this so I, I, so I can walk into the next season. That's why we do it. Because there's something that it does. So I got to remain in who he is. I got to remain in what he says. And here's the third thing. We got to remain in what he does. We got to remain in what he does. And here's what he does. This pastor scripture says he loves us. It's like, hey, I love you. Here's a little more water. Like, I, I, I'm for you. Remain, I, remain in my love and I, I'm going to remain in you. Remain in the commands. Follow the commands. Do the commands. Like, hey, this book, you guys, like, like read your Bible. And, and pray every day and all the church songs that we sing and I'm like this Bible is such a game changer in our life and probably all of us could say to this team up here we all probably would say this if you've been a Christian long time we all wish we probably would say this I wish I would have read it earlier I wish I would have read it sooner I wish I would have I wish I would have loved it more I wish I would I wish I would have been more about it at a younger age I wish I was 
I wish I had something else besides the King James Version until I was 18 years old. If I'd had any other, if I was allowed to have any other translation Bible, my pastor didn't let anything else in the, in the church. But if I could have had a kid Bible, I would have read that until I was 18. That would have been awesome for me. I could have learned so much from the Bible. I'm so thankful for different translations, modern translations that we can apply to our lives. The word doesn't have to change. But man, we need to be able to understand in such a way. We got to remain in what he says. We got to remain in who he is. We got to remain in what he says. And we got to remain in what he does. I want to give you one more verse. The Bible says this in John chapter 1, verse 1. In the very beginning was the word. It's a good verse for you to memorize. In the very beginning was the word. It already existed. Well, I get questions all the time. And, and one of the guys recently said to me, hey, my daughter asked, when did Jesus get here? When did, when did God get here? He's always been here. Like when though? Yeah, at the very beginning. When was the beginning? When it was when that was the beginning? The opposite of the end. I don't know. At the very beginning, the Bible says he already existed. The word was with God. So at the very beginning, the word was already there and God was all there, also there. The word was there and God was there. And the word, it was God. You get to walk around. As a follower of Jesus, a son or daughter of the king with God's word, with God and his word in your life. We get to hide this word in our hearts so that we don't have to sin against him. We get to hide this word in his heart so when the enemy comes at us, we can quote scripture at the enemy. Because, hey, if you're honest here today, the enemy's already came after you last week. Came after my brother-in-law last week. I said, hey, bro, God is for you. He's with you. He has better for you. Where do I get that stuff from? The banners. No, not the banners. I get it from the Bible. <laughs> I get it from the Bible. I, 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 I have a word. I always have a word because the word is always ready to go. The Bible says be instant, in season, be ready to give a, well, get ready, be ready to give an answer for the hope that lies within me. That's all the word. When you come to me and say, Pastor West, my life's falling apart. I want to take my life back. Open, open up the Bible. John chapter 15, you need to remain in him. And he'll remain in you. Remain in his love and his love will be in you. Hide his commandments in your life and his commandments will be in you. Whenever you go, whatever you say, whatever you do, you'll be ready because you have, to, you have this in your, in, your, in your heart. So here's the last thing. There's no need to water dead things. There's no need to, dead, there's no need to water dead things. So you're like, yo, I missed the fast week last week. Like, I ain't been fasting. It ain't too late. Like, it's, it, there's no need to water dead things. Because it... When you water dead things, like the, 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 the water doesn't get where it's supposed to go at. Like it stops at the dead thing. Like it just, it stops at the dead thing. So some of you guys here, you have all these things in your life that you want God to do, want God to do, want God to do. But like you saw that dead thing. Like don't, like let's leave the dead thing today. Maybe it's bitterness, unforgiveness. Maybe it's hatred. I'm in freedom, right? I'm going through a freedom group. And I, I said, ask our friends, like, any of you guys struggle with forgiveness with somebody? Because if you, get, if you got that problem, like you got other problems. I know that because I used to be a professional grudge holder. If it was a competition, I would win, 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 no matter what. Like, I just get to hold a grudge so good. Man, unforgiveness is something that you, you can't be thriving with. Unfor you you got to get, we got to release that. That person, he or she, release it. You don't need to water dead things. I want to invite you to stand to your feet. I invite you to bow your head and close your eyes. I believe today that some of you guys in here today that God's asking you, to just take a moment right where you're at and maybe you didn't release anything last year last week but today right now in this moment you can release something you can release something right where you're at today you can say god that thing you can have it you can release it you, 
can, you can have it, God. I'm, I'm releasing it. Some of you guys in here today, you're not remaining well. You're not remaining well. You're not remaining in his word, in his love, in his truths, in his command, in his commandments. Maybe you just need to say, God, I need, God, I need, I need a special, I need a special dose of you right now, God. I want to be able to quote scripture. I want to be able to hide scripture in my heart. I want to be able to live out scripture. Like memorizing ain't no good if you ain't gonna live it out. Quoting it ain't no good if you're not gonna live it out. Maybe you say, God, I want to have these words in my heart. I want, I want to be able to live these words. I'll just ask them right where you're at. Would you take a moment and maybe you really, some of you guys need to release some things and some of you guys need to remain just just remain a moment just say god i'm just i'm gonna remain in you god i'm recommitting god just take a moment right here i just need to release or remain but whatever you do don't leave here the same Jesus has given me all of my 
time, can we sing these words out? You're my champion. Come on, from the depths of your heart this morning. You are my champion. Giants fall when you stand undefeated. Every battle you've won. And I am who you say I am. You crown me with confidence. I am seated. you're grateful that he fights for you this morning would you put your hands together father god we praise your name lord god i ask you this morning that you go with every individual god god help us throughout this week to remember who you say we are god to be in tune with you god allow us lord soften our hearts god that we would just simply abide in you like your word says god that we would rest in you god let that be the source, God, of our strength this week, for the battle belongs to you. God, we'll be quick to praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, and all God's people said, amen and amen. Have an awesome week, and we will see you next Sunday.